everyone. Hello, everyone. Sorry for the slight delay there. Technical issues as always. It wouldn't be a show, it wouldn't be our show without technical things going wrong. Anyway, welcome to yet another exciting adventure with those natural ones. Lindsay is back with us. Uh, but unfortunately, Hooray! Sam, unfortunately, Sam could not make it uh, due to some personal issues. So she will be back next week, hopefully. Um, yeah. Other than that, we are two weeks away from our next in person sitting around a table. I think it's two weeks. Is it two weeks? Two yes. Weeks. Two weeks away. Friday. Cool. Whip. Cool. Two weeks whip. away from the in person. Friday, the 26th, 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Meet us right here at youtube.com slash at those natural ones, twitch.tv slash those natural ones, kick and trovo for our in-person sitting around a brand new table that's almost completed. Well, it's about halfway there. I still have a lot of work for the other half to do. But um, secret. what'd you say? I thought that was a secret. I thought no, that was a surprise. No, the, just the pictures. They haven't. Nobody's seen the table. Uh not that I'm making the table. They, everybody, every, the internet knows I'm making a table. Just nobody's seen it yet. I shut up, Lindsay. No, that's what happens. Oh, okay. No, that's what happens when you no. have a when you live with a woodworker. I have to send you pictures to ask questions and shit. Anyway, so before we get started, let's go through our typical announcements. Scott, tell everyone about the Patreon. Hello, everybody. My name's Scott. I came all the way back from San Antonio, not because my trip was over, not because I had to work, not because I wanted to feed this a-hole cat, but to tell you all about our Patreon. It's patreon.com slash those natural ones. It is our favorite preferred way to support the stream. We really appreciate all the help we get. There are many levels to choose from including a Mishra level where we give a weekly shout out to everybody at that uh, level or above. So once again, thank you, Lesson Floor Marlat and Don Marlat for your continued support. Check it out. There's Discord access all the way up through advertising opportunities. Um, now I'm going to go back to San Antonio and you guys enjoy the show. Thank no, you. Patreon.com slash those natural ones. Awesome. Thank you, Scott. And when not doing that, where else can they find us? Emery. Uh, well, uh, you're probably watching us on either YouTube or Twitch, but you can also find us on Kick and Trovo. Uh, you can listen to the audio-only version wherever podcasts are uh, dispersed. Uh, you can watch our little short clips of us on our YouTube shorts or our TikTok. Uh, you can also engage with us on Facebook on threads, on Twitter, or X if you're an Elon simp. Uh, <laughs> like. Which is especially nasty, but not in the fun way. Yeah, yeah, it's nasty. Don't do it. <laughs> like, subscribe, share, and don't forget to comment below. Don't forget about Butch's blog. Butch's blog. It, yes, uh, talk to and encounter our cleric <laughs> and look at, his art. look at his art he will answer your cleric questions all of them 
Remember, like, subscribe, comment below, share, tell your friends. Any and all engagement helps us out a ton. Fantastic. And uh, other than that, uh, Chris, did you have an announcement? Not yet. Not yet. I'm trying to Not pin yet. down a date because okay. we're transferring the servers to a new website. So fantastic. So uh, for those uninitiated, uh, Chris is talking about our sister program, the Hit the Books podcast, which will be coming back very, very shortly. Uh, once very soon, within once the month, the logistics and everything gets uh, buttoned down, as it were. So keep your eyes more, peeled. More guest starring. We're going to do some more movies and I'm guest stars? sure that's probably in the works somewhere. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, Coming all, soon. All are welcome. So, I think that... My favorite character. <laughs> of course. I think that concludes our announcements. So, unfortunately, we don't have a Sam. However, she did still write the recap. So... <clears throat> of course you did. Let me do my, my perfect Sam impression. So, no, sorry, I'm not doing that. Anyway. <laughs> Just let it drop. Yeah. All right. So, last session. <laughs> God damn it. <clears throat> All right. Last session. While in the bathhouse and reflecting on how to make more money, we received a message from the general stating that Castellacci was attacked and raised with our forces pulling back to Torchev. We learned that the large force of Duragar and Mind Flayers, led by a black dragon, had taken the city. Hymir found us and teleported us, teleported us back to Torchiv, while Rain, who had no idea where we were, prepared to leave Rockrail. Meeting with the general, he learned that scouting parties have not returned, but scrying revealed that there was nothing left to the or there, there was nothing left to rescue in the city. Hymir volunteered to scout it out. Butch and Gwen went off to assist with the war effort in Torchev, while Elric and Orpheus stayed by the keep. We learned that the drow, including Arnon's cousin, had been rounded up in the city for their protection, and Elric revealed... Elric's cousin? What did I say? Arnon. Elric... I'm even reading it, and I still said it wrong. <laughs> Included... We learned the drow, including Elric's cousin, are being rounded up in the city for their protection, and Elric revealed a little more to Orpheus about his past. Gwen, as a messenger crow, saw what was happening to the drow of the city and delivered the news to Elric, who immediately tries to intervene, stayed, staying with the drow citizens in protective custody beneath the keep. The general explains that informants infected by illithid parasites were what led to Castellatri being taken, and they are making efforts to clear the drow and release them. Hymir returns from his scouting wounds and confirms that the dragon is in fact dark water, but infected with an illithid parasites. He himself breathing new parasites with every single breath weapon. Realizing that we were that there was nothing left to do to save Castellatri, the general tasks us with continuing to take out Tativilus's generals. We seek out Arnon to try and determine our next steps. So, it is still morning, very early morning. To determine our next step. Well, that was a weird echo. Anyway, <laughs> so Sorry, that was me checking YouTube. No okay. worries, no worries. I was just wondering how the latency was that bad. We're never <laughs> no, going to recover me. from this mistake, guys. Just. <laughs> It's all over now. Never going to financially recover. I'm calling it. 
<laughs> All right, so we're going to backtrack just a bit. It's the night before while everyone else is helping with their war- with the efforts in their ways. Elric and Orpheus are standing in the keep oh. courtyard talking. Butch is helping load things. Gwen is flying as a messenger crow, delivering messages to uh, soldiers and shopkeeps and the such. Arnon, we're going to focus on where you disappear to. Arnon slinks off from the rest of the group, as he is wont to do. Yes, he shall. I actually want to imagine him slinking. (laughs) I actually need a description of Arnon slinking. Actually, slinky. Just slinky. So you just slowly fall down a, a long set of stairs. <laughs> just just ass, roll sideways. ass over tea kettle down an entire fucking flight of stairs. That's a very different high elf thing. Funny thing, <laughs> uh, when I when I fall, my feet stay in the same position until my head catches up. <laughs> Mind bending to imagine. It's fantastic. Yeah. If there's anybody that does fan art, um, please do that and send it to us. Yeah. We'll share it on our social media as long as it doesn't have any uh, naughty parts. If it does have naughty parts, please send it to Emery at Hit the Books no, Vids. No, no. At those retro only fans. <laughs> yes, please. Hit the Books Emery. Uh, that is at not... gmail.com. Please. Could you, could you, anyway. <laughs> All of you. Demerit. So, Arnon. Princey, we missed you. <laughs> Arnon, as you sneak off from the rest of the group, what are you doing? Um, well, I assume that when we came through the portal, my, my brand popped back up, my ability to sense it. Yes, it did. Still weak on the other side of the planet, Still, right? yeah, still very, very weak, similar directional location. Um, thinking about that and the interruption that's about to come, um, <laughs> I'm going to kind of semi-consciously find my way to the Raven Queen Temple. Easy enough to do. Um, and just um, kind of meditate in front of the candle thing like I've done before. So you walk in and you find yourself in that it, at this point it's close to midnight if I remember correctly. Very dimly lit inside you do see the large stained glass window letting in a little bit of the moonlight. Um, you walk over to the candle. It is, you can, the clip of your boots echoing through the empty hall. As you kneel in front of the candles, close your eyes. You sit for a few minutes before you feel that sense of someone staring at you. I'll look 
as you those weird mask guys again. As you look, you do see the two two individuals standing there in black robes with the porcelain masks on, not making a word. Um, <laughs> I'm sorry, my cat was being goofy. <laughs> there he is. <laughs> It's kind of like went under my monitor. Fantastic. <laughs> and he took a pause to stretch. It was, it was great. Um, so, um, I, I know I'm not going to get any answers from this guy, but like, um, uh, these guys, I, I'm, but I'm interested in kind of asking what I asked Butch about his church a long time ago. Um, what they do for the community, um, what specifically aiming towards if they have orphanages or anything like that that they support. So I'm, I'll start off by, hey guys. They just stare. They're the masked eyes towards you, the black voids. Um, got some like practical questions can are you guys able to help with that no response okay is there somebody here that like deals with normal people like who pays the water bill or whatever is that someone like that <laughs> that I can talk to Who's in charge of your utility? No management? response. They just like continue. who tells the solicitors that 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 we're not interested. They just can I think it's a candle bill. <laughs> they continue staring in your general direction. It, it, uh, uh, do you guys help out with the community or anything? Like who makes those contributions? It is not our lady's way to interfere with the the path of the living. Okay, so it's not really the thing here. Do you like support any graveyards locally or? They kind of motion to the back wall of the church, which you would know on the opposite side, there is a very large graveyard. Right, 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 right. Okay. Did you guys want something? No response. All right. Um, I kind of got some questions for the higher ups. Uh, what's the what's the typical way we go about that? As you say that. The one on the right turns and walks off. The other one continues standing in front of you, staring in your direction, not moving. A minute or two goes by before the one who had left returns, holding out a small, like, simple oak box, probably six or eight inches long by about five inches wide walks up 
opens up the top of the box, pulls out a couple small, circ- like, silver circular plates, sets them down, and sprinkles incense, sets a couple of those little, uh, like, the incense cones on either one. Does a wave of their hand, mutters a incantation under their breath, and you see both pieces of incense start smoldering. Neat. Um, they just like speak into the as smoke the two or? as you say that both of them turn around and walk away. Okay. And they where did, did they put it on the table with the candles? They or? did. They set it in the in the front two corners of the uh, that table that had the all the candles on it. Okay. Um, guess I'll uh, kneel down in front of it. Um, uh, again, where I was, and kind of like close my eyes and. Muxaxis um, is dead. Um, kind of looking at for some guidance on where to go next. We're getting hit pretty hard here. Could use some support. Go ahead and make me a religion check. Luckily, I had batteries down here because my mouse just died. (laughs) (laughs) What was his name? Uh, Senor Chatter. (laughs) That really seems like it was totally planned in advance, and you really knew the answer to that question. Absolutely. Thanks, Senor. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> um still lo- it's still loading here. Mm-hmm. Technical difficulties. Yeah, sorry, I've just got a black screen. No worries. Try and hit refresh and everything popped up. Of course you did. Of course. Technical difficulties. Uh, love it. Um, do you just want to save some time and roll it for me? Sure. I'm logged in on layer five, so. Attribution. Attributes. Where is your religion? All right. Oh, you, yeah, you didn't want me to roll that. Well, you got a five. Um. <laughs> Has well, it, I'm in now. Okay, yeah, yeah. Go ahead. I feel shitty rolling a shit number for you. Go ahead and uh, roll it yourself. Watch Scott roll a one. That's a twenty. Oh, thank goodness. Dirty. There it is. So, as you close your eyes and say these words, are you speaking out loud or in your in your head? I'm speaking out loud because okay. I don't know what I'm doing. You sit there for a minute. Inside my head. You you sit there for a minute. The uh, sense. Hey God, it's me, Arnon. (laughs) God damn it! 
<laughs> so blood. Uh, <laughs> oh no. <laughs> anyway, um, the uh, aroma of like sandalwood and a bit of musk enter your nostrils as you take a few deep breaths before. Suddenly you feel almost that weightless, like, not quite asleep feeling. As like, I'm, like I'm meditating at night? Yeah. Uh, as your consciousness f- starts lifting from your body. As you open your eyes, there's nothing but blackness around. Till you see a single point of white light in the distance that grows. And as it grows, it turns into almost that same style Grecian uh, uh, altar-esque area you've been in before with the large marble towers. Black, the blackness around you folds back as the wings of your patron take form their body in front of you the large golden sickle in their hand they wave their other hand the symbols of all of the generals start floating above you one by one dispersing the ones that you've taken care of the the ship the tower the hand, the chalice, the demon head. We have felt your success. Moxasis is destroyed. You have done well. But there's still more to do. A lot more to do. Any thought on where to go next? The choice is yours. There's many pathways stretched out before you. Allies will be needed. Any thought on where to look for those? Allies will come in your path as you continue eliminating Tativilus's forces. Having a little trouble recognizing the lamp particular place we should look. As you say that, she pushes her hand down and grabs you by the forehead. Fingers lacing into your hair. And you feel a pulse of energy through her palm into your skull. Your head pushes back suddenly as your eyes open. Instead of darkness, there is arid dry landscape cracked earth 
you look around, fire brimming everywhere. Small fires bursting up from from the cracks in the ground. Steam arising through different uh, tunnels, holes. In the four, in far ahead of you, on the shore of a vast ocean of molten rock, liquid hot magma, sits a large city made of a reflective material. Brass, possibly. You feel the heat emanating, the ripples distorting your vision as you look forward. And as she removes your, her hand from your head, you are back in that same altar in the darkness. Did I recognize it? Make a history check for me. I mean, I think Scott knows where it is, but... <laughs> yeah, I think Scott knows where it is. Arnon does not. Arnon has right? no idea. You have never seen anything okay. like this before. Okay. Um, I say, um, this may sound stupid. It may selfish and trivial, but I can't stop thinking about it. Did, um, yeah, you might not even have any idea. Did Lamia betray me, actually? She takes a second, kind of pondering over what you said. Each person must protect their own, sacrifice others for the protection of ones that are close to them. The last line in a fallen house, the mark, target of a girl told to keep him busy and away from his true nature, or else swift vengeance on all she holds dear. What about an orphan or heiress? Second passes again. Almost like they're sorting through a catalog of knowledge in their head. You see that eyes kind of dart back and forth, slight shifts in their chin as their head kind of wobbles. Tativilus's reach is far. Things are not always as they seem. She raises her hand, and the image of a tadpole floats inches above her palm. The elves are a powerful ally. To have an active alliance with Longbien risks bringing the whole of Eldora into the war before he is ready. Is there any way to tell who's 
who to trust. Trust in yourself, trust in your colleagues, and trust on your intuition. Thank you. And with that, your vision. Can I bow my head, you know? Yeah. And as you open your eyes, you're back in the temple. You notice, looking at the incense, which are now almost burned to cinders. My knee's pretty stiff. <laughs> are you, as you try and stand, yes, your knees are, are stiff. Okay. Um, I'll get up and walk slowly out. As you walk outside looking up, um, go ahead and make me either a survival or a nature check. Hmm. That looks like it'll be a nature check. <laughs> 18. As you walk out into the darkness, the sky, a few small clouds, wisps in the air, but majority clear, millions of stars above, above you. You feel you've been in there for hours. You walked in probably shortly before midnight. It's probably close to three at this point. Mm. Well, I have another little delivery to make to the orphanage. Okay. Another Blackwing sealed package. Fantastic. Easy enough to do. Money that I've skimmed. Easy enough to do. My slide of hand checks. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm not even going to make you roll for it at this point. You've done, okay. it. You've done it a few times. It's it's good to go. All right, so I'll make that stop, and then I guess I'll go. I don't know. I I want to watch the orphanage again, so I'll try to find a roof where I can maybe get my long rest in meditating sure. while watching it. Easy enough to do. So as you do that, um, Rhett, what would you have done that evening? Am I completely done with Infernal at this point? Yes. Yeah, you you would know Infernal. Um. Gosh, I didn't really think about what I would have done that evening. Lots of things. If Sorry, you want, I was no. If on history. Fine. If you if you want to just say that you helped out with what Butch was doing and helping out with the with getting sure. things together. That works. Yeah, I'm, I'm folding back in, but I, I watched all the episodes, so sure. no worries. It's a little overwhelming. It was a lot of information. Yes, it was. So, Don almost got Carter a little hat too. He, she Fantastic. really, she really should have. So now we will. <clears throat> excuse me. 
Now we will move forward to where we picked up or where we left off last time. You were all leaving the generals after she gave you her word that she would take care of the uh, drow internment camp, for lack of a better term. Um, yeah. Yikes. So we deal with the hard to deal with issues here on those national ones. Exactly. We try to do it with class <laughs> and an equal weight to all sides. So as you are all, there's no straw men here. On more about class. So as you all are walking away from the generals, uh, away from the keep, what what would you all like to do? We're moving back to where we ended last session. Okay. All right. All right. I just wanted to give the two of them a chance if there was anything sure, specific sure, sure. they wanted to do since they weren't here. So um, I, I think they already met with the general and then she told him to go find us and come back, right? Correct. All right. Well, roll to discover me. No, I... Um, <laughs> Butch, I believe there was something you were going to do, correct? Yep. I'm going to go find a... Is, there's a... Is there a Sunday Numbo temple here? There is. There's the temple right on the outskirts of town where Gwen was revived that you hallowed, I think, was the spell you used. Oh, that was here? Fantastic. Yes. All right, I'm going to go to the temple um, and get some advice, hopefully, from my deity. Okay. So, easy enough to make it there. So what, as you walk into the temple, what are you doing? Uh, play greeting. Uh, play small talk. Um, I'm not going to ignore anyone. I'm going to be friendly because I hallow this place. They remember me. Sure. It's good to be social. So I will be social. My charisma reflects that I'm social. Yeah, easy enough. <clears throat> Where I'm at. Yeah, 16. Yeah, yeah. You're, without not, an I'm issue. I'm not being overly schmaltzy, but being friendly. Without an issue. So. And I'm going to cast a, a divination spell. Fantastic. I've got a question. I will post it in the uh, Discord for the members. Um, so. The requires sacrificing a certain amount of stuff, which I have, and let me scroll down to the actual spell. It's the fourth level. This is the one that allows me to speak with my deity directly or a representative of her. All right, let me post it. Okay. Um. Sunny Mumbo, I, your humble sir, which deadlift, do ask that we need aid to fight the armies allied against Kantakarya. Where can we go? Who can we speak with to gain additional allies who would help save our very plane of existence from this? massive invasion of mind flayers who are using a dragon whose very breath whose very breath spews parasites 
I implore thee, please answer, answer. So as you cast this divination ritual, as you walked into the temple, it was early to mid-morning, probably nine, ten o'clock, maybe, maybe a little earlier, let's say eight. The sun was starting to crest above the tree line. There was very clear sky, bright, bright day. And as you sit there and cast this, suddenly the light fades into a more twilight feel. And as you sparkly vampires. Yeah. God damn it. Damn it, Scott. (laughs) And as you raise your vision up to the crescent-shaped stained glass window, the reds and blues and oranges adorning the floor in front of you, the temp or the, the altar in front of you. A vision appears to float out of that crescent and grow exponentially in front of you. A vision of your deity of Sehanin, the long flowing silver hair behind her. As she floats in front of you, she utters one sentence, two sentences to you. (laughs) In twilight's silent realm where whispers intertwine, beneath celestial canopies, secrets and shadows align. Seek the cloistered grove where where a group is held in grace. Their means to travel realms, a celestial's dance in space. I hope Butch remembers all that. I put it in the <laughs> I put it in the stream chat. Okay, thank you. Thank you, goddess. Thank you. As she nods and her visage fades back into the stained glass window. The light suddenly starts raising again into the normal clear morning sunlight. Butch is going to remain here in meditation to try and figure out what the what that means. Okay. <laughs> As you do that, Elric, I believe you said you were going to go find a Misra. Yes, that's that. That is what I was intending to do. So you walk in. Oh yeah, it was. A Misra, easy enough. Uh, in the. Ooh, is she? <laughs> God damn it. Mm-hmm. Uh, (laughs) in that in one of those same research libraries in the base of the keep you walk in you see large oak table you see her and you also see that blue scaled elder dragonborn Drelu the two of them are uh, embroiled in conversation as they are looking over tomes and scrolls Um, they seem to be going back and forth very uh, academically. They both kind of pause as you walk in. Amisra gets a grin on her face. Oh, Elric, I'm glad to see her safe. 
you as well. Um, so I'm sure at this point you've heard what's going on. Our... Yes, I have. It's kind of uh, surreal. My my home is gone. I can't even begin to imagine what you must be feeling right now. It's uh, a lot, a, a, a lot to say the least. But um, there's no time for that. There's uh, work always, always work to be done. Focusing on solutions. Of course. I then turn over to the dragonborn who's, I'm assuming, still here. Yeah, he's still standing there. Yeah. Drelu, was it? It was indeed. <laughs> Drelu! <laughs> Dr. Drelu. We remembered him this time. Yeah. I don't suppose you have any solutions or any discoveries that might help us. It's actually just what me and uh, your lady friend here were discussing. Um, there is writings uh, that I remembered from long ago in my youth. Uh, one of these books here that we were trying to find about a incantation um, that high-level wizards such as myself can use to uh, discover the effects of a uh, parasitic infection in the brain um, to help us eliminate uh, any kind of uh, thoughts that there may or may not be people, in uncertainties that there may or may not be infected amongst us. That sounds like you're going to need someone who's already infected. Uh, not, not necessarily. These, these, this incantation, if I remember correctly, uh, it's in here somewhere as he's flipping through a couple more books. Uh, the incantation itself is more f a, a, not necessarily a, uh, way to fix the infected so much as just to see if there is another intelligence, intelligent being a very loose term, another entity living inside of the, of the host's body. It, 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 it. De detection. Yes, detection. It, it will detect if there is anything in there that uh, gives the essence of life that, that does not mesh with the, the, uh, spiritual vib vibrational patterns of the, the host body itself. It'll stick out like a, what's the word? Sore thumb, I believe. You said you have the incantation here. I remember reading it. It's, I'm trying to find it. I, I read it as a much younger version of myself when I was still studying. Uh, I read it in this in this library here. As, so as long as the book has not been 
removed, I should be able to find it. We've been up half... I'd like you to hold a wine glass while you do this Lord Michael's impression. <laughs> we have... Uh... <laughs> <laughs> How about no, you crazy bear bastard? <laughs> we have uh, made it through about half of the the books here, and I've and at this point, you hear me, sir. Um, uh, I think is this uh, Dre Drelu is is this the one you were looking for? She holds up this uh, large kind of burgundy leather wrapped tome with these. Uh, brass clasps on the side and you see this long uh, like blood red ribbon running through the pages of the book. He's like, oh, let me see that. Yes, I, I believe that that does look very familiar to, to that does look like what I was thinking. So let me let me take a look at that book and see if that's what it is. If, if, if this this will save us a lot of time, actually. Now, uh, was there was there anything else pressing that you you needed, Elric, or and a copy of that incantation, if you could? I will do my best. However, I mean no disrespect, for, uh, Sir Elric, uh, as I am sure I have heard stories, and I am sure you are capable. Um, from what I know, this is something that only the most prominent will be able to perform. This is very, very deep, high-level uh, magics. I don't suppose you at least know how long the incantation takes. Uh, to cast or to how long it, I to can... To cast, yes. Uh, if I remember correctly, uh, I, I will know more after I, I read through this book, but... It was a fairly lengthy process, um, if I remember correctly. It was not something that would be useful in, in a battle situation. It's more for a re reconnaissance or an interrogational style spell casting. Understood. I don't suppose in the meantime you could perhaps work on making something a bit more field capable it is it is possible it, it will take some time for sure um, an enchantment on some sort of uh, item perhaps uh, might be be doable however as you are probably well aware those enchantments take a significant amount of time and and money to get the the, the appropriate materials needed for said enchantment. I bet this guy knows Alien. What do you think? Uh, with the understanding that we are on our back foot in this war, I hope you approach this with some urgency. Absolutely, I will. This is uh, this is a very it would be very beneficial to to the forces in in general but especially some, any kind of invasion force, for sure. Right. Well, I appreciate your efforts and of course. Now anything if, that you're capable of accomplishing. With of this. course. Now, if you don't mind, I still have a lot of research to do to uh, get to be able to uh, let your 
or secure the the knowledge that your uh, comrades, so to speak, uh, are not infected and are indeed not going to be any sort of threat to this town. Thank you. He just nods deeply to you, takes the book, and goes off to a corner to a to a large, like, plush armchair and starts flipping through the book. I turn to Amithra. Have you been dealing with that all morning? <laughs> oh, Trey Lewis uh, is fine. He's he's well, he's a little old, but he's he, once you get to know him, he's he's actually a very very kind person. He's just a little crotchety. That's all. Methodical, if nothing else. <laughs> that's that's a word for it. Um, so, uh, what 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 are you what what are you guys doing? What are you where are you? What does the general have for you now? If I am to understand, we might be heading to the Feywild next. Oh, well, that is not what I expected you to say. <laughs> that should be interesting, to say the least. If any of the rumors that I've heard about that place are true, uh, let's just say I was hoping to save them. I think I, I think I lost you there for a second. You were I'm, I must have zoned out for a second. What were you What were you saying? Uh, Above game, your mic. Of what you, I've, your mic cut out. <laughs> did, did I cut out? Yeah. Okay. Uh, mm-hmm. Uh, once more with feeling. Um, <clears throat> if any of what I've heard about the Feywild is true, uh, let's just hope our return doesn't take as long as I'm anticipating. Oh, no, that's a very good point. Um, that's always a time is a little huh, wibbly wobbly, I guess would be the term when dealing with the Feywild. Yeah. We both know a lot can happen. Yeah, well, um, if that's the case, um, uh, be safe and, uh, Whatever you can do to try and counteract the weird, timey, limey effects of traveling in and out of the Feywild, make uh, make sure you take any precautions you can. Right. Um, before I head off and do something stupid again, I don't suppose you have anything of the sixth level you can spare for me. Um, um, I, you know what? I still have that spell that you sold me a long time ago. The scroll of, uh, I think it was scroll of eye bite. I, th- I think I still have that one. Really? And you know what? 
she kind of hold on and she reaches down and you see her kind of like move her robe out of the way and you see a a bag on her uh, on her hip very similar bag to the one that Rhett carries she kind of reaches in and her arm goes like impossibly deep into the bottom of the bag and then she pulls out a single scroll and she's like uh yeah I, I still have it and you know what um where you're going you you need any help you can get so why don't you just take this one and I mean if if you can give it back after you're done copying it if not I'm sure there's other ways you can repay me deep in that hip bag <sighs> yeah I muted myself just to prepare <laughs> 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 I'll be back. I hope so. I hope quickly. Oh, we won't. Did you say no, we won't? We don't hope that. (laughs) Oh. (laughs) Don't do it quickly. (laughs) (laughs) So. Thank you. Be careful. And as you leave, um, Rets and Arnon, have you guys returned at this point? Uh, yeah. Sure. Okay. So the two of you walk up at very similar times to see the rest of the party. Um, stand the rest of the party. Arnon's just tumbling is like yeah. tubby, but um, yeah. Save for Gwen is currently missing as she took Hymir to go tend to his wounds. But the rest of you are. Oh, am I there? Up. Uh, yeah, you would. At this point, you would have walked in and met up with everyone as well. So at least the okay. the five of you are together. Elric, I have a puzzle. You have a puzzle. Well, it's more of a direct vision from a goddess. It's a word puzzle. They gave you a riddle, didn't they? No. I just, um... Nick, what do I roll to understand this? Religion? Uh, that (laughs) probably is just straight intelligence. Oh, no. (laughs) But I know things about things, don't I? (laughs) Celestial canopies and cloister groves. It sounds like religion. You sounded like you were speaking from a cloistered grove there for a second. You know, I was like, I was like, wait, did somebody just put on like Halloween spooky sounds? No, <laughs> the Perry just went into his chapel in the room and. <laughs> oh, right, 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 right. Yeah, yeah. All right, straight in. Yeah, straight intelligence check. You oh, look at that ten. You have no idea. Straight in. You have no idea. Just straight in. So I bring this to you, the smartest elf in the room. In Twilight's silent realm, where whispers intertwine beneath celestial canopies, secrets and shadows align. Seek the cloistered grove where a group is held in grace 
their means to traverse realms, a celestial dance in space. This given to us for where we can seek allies to help push off the mind flayers and defeat them. Uh, you want me to roll for that? I mean, you can certainly try. Did I hear that? Oh, no. Uh, yeah, you guys are all together. You know what that means? You guys are all together. There? Yeah. That's weird. My, uh, my patron just said we'll find them as we go. Um, let's see. Uh, is that straight intelligence or or anything else? You can do straight. I'm doing it. You can do straight intelligence as well to see if you can come up with anything. Okay, big money, big money. Big money and slow drink. Okay, that's, it wasn't the amulet. That's a this nine. Uh, I didn't really have any. Help. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> that but was a roll, low roll. I don't know. What do you think? <sighs> Not what I. This think, is what I know. This, I mean, uh, it, the, I'm literally between the player. I'm and, like the character yeah, right now. I'm this literally is, leaving this up to you guys whether or not you want to say your knowledge can interpret that riddle or not. Hmm. I brought it to someone with, what's your hint? Is it 18 or 20? I can't remember. It's 20. It's 20. He's literally like one of the most intelligent people on the planet. I, I, I think because of my history deep down in the Underdark that I might have heard like a whisper. <laughs> a whisper of something. So what do you, how do you interpret this riddle? I just love that the Underdark suddenly has become like this weird version of the Deep South with like how (laughs) that was presented. (laughs) Well. A lot of strange things happen down in the Underdark. There's a good theory that the Underdark is Australia. (laughs) Arnar. Sure it wasn't a celestial dance in your face. Aced. <laughs> so, Elrest. Indeed. Uh, I. Uh, that sounds like a fairy tale. Well, we've got a group held in grace, which means they are not. I mean, what does that mean? It means they're in, in some sort of state of perfection. And they're being held in perfection by what? Magic? They have a means to traverse uh, realms. Emery, I'm going to send you something separately. I have a question. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, seeking the cloistered grove. That sounds like some sort of wooded, secluded area, which would fit the Feywild. Where are we supposed to go to some grove in the Feywild? Oh, that's what it sounds but is, like. But is the Feywild near celestial canopies? 
That's the other thing. If I don't uh, know what the relationship is about uh, where the planes, like, does that mean that like one plane is below the other plane? I don't know. I've never studied the planes while fighting humans on the, no offense, on the wall. Celestial is mentioned here several times. This yeah. sounds like going to the heavens. Well, that would make sense with people who are held in a state of grace. Also, don't forget I speak Celestial. Randomly. I'm pretty sure Twilight's Silent Realm is teen angst. <laughs> Or teen angst as seen through the lens of their mothers. Hmm. They crush pretty hard in those theaters. Where whispers intertwine, uh, Butch turns to Rhett for that one. Sorry, wait. Like, say it again, because I'm... I'm in in Twilight's silent realm, so this is a quiet place where whispers intertwine, but there are whispers. Uh, mm. I love having to roleplay my character's intelligence. It's fantastic. <laughs> this is literally ten on the check. So this is literally the best thing ever for me. <laughs> yes, none of our skills matter. <laughs> I may as well have been ruling a history check. Because I have a plus zero in history. At least I've got a plus four in religion. Well, I was told um, by that uh, that profit store vendor um, that the best way to traverse realms involving the Feywild was with the Archfey. Archfey are among the most talented when it comes to planar traversal. Like the best way to get out of there without losing time or whatever. That's most likely going to come at a price. That we had better be prepared to pay. Yeah, something weird too. Yeah, like Butch, just when we're in the Feywild, just, just say, don't answer any questions. Why not? Because they like to say things like, can I take your name? And then you say Butch, and then, and then you don't have the name Butch anymore because they took it. It doesn't make any sense. I know. That's why I said keep quiet. Uh, the Fey. The Fey. Uh, the Fey in their natural plane tend to defy all logic. Can I, but if I like put protection from good, evil and good on him, would like that help? 
No, because Faye are technically not evil or good. Oh, shit. I'm the DM. I'm not supposed to tell you. (laughs) They are covered by that spell. Are they? We might know things if we had skills. I'm pretty sure. If we rolled high. Uh, Yeah. The D20. F your skills. Oh, yeah, no, yeah. Except. Uh, is yeah, things included on that yeah, spell. Celestials, ah, okay. Yeah, Yeah. Then perhaps. Hey, guys. <laughs> that spell might come in very much handy. It, it is, however, only relevant if mind. they're attacking or <laughs> charming or frightening or possessing yeah. one of us, not being tricksy with yeah. words. So, yeah, it doesn't work on fey trickery. It's just, like, attacking or charming. And it only works on one target. Yeah. The things well, they I've do when they're And it's mentioned. concentration. <laughs> but very good to have. Okay. Yeah, I guess I, I think I was, like, focusing on, like, the second sentence of it, which is, like, the can't be sure. charmed, yeah. frightened, possessed, but okay, I, I understand what you mean. Because that's still, like, a taxing... Yeah, okay, it's still got it. Okay, cool, cool, cool. Yeah. Thanks. And prevents possession, which is always nice <laughs> to not be possessed. Their means to traverse realms, a celestial dance in space. That also sounds like the astral plane. Tell me about the astral plane, Elric. Like the astral plane, it's a space both between and outside the realms. It is a place that growing up, I've only ever heard the mind flayers and those the mind flayers controlled. Wait, so is it like the space between the planes? Yes. It, it, it is between. It is outside. Oh. That's why mind flayers look like alien things from beyond creation. That's one of the reasons. Okay. (laughs) Much more than that, I... I'm struggling to remember. Well, I can always cast a spell. We get direct yes or no answers. (laughs) We might need that. (sighs) So, at this point, I can't tell which would be worse. Worse what? A uh, worse place to have to travel to. 
the Feywild, where we could, if things go wrong, end up finding ourselves coming back who knows how many years after we've left. Or the Astral Plane, where creatures like very large brains and the things that they control might find us. Wait, 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 wait. I just had a very thought. Very large brains. Wonderful when we were in the Shadowfell, wasn't it unusually quiet? It was creepy. And it's perpetually twilight. Yeah. There was lots of secrets in the shadows. So it could be the Shadowfell again. That is the land of twilight. Yep. Um... So, did you guys learn anything? In what regard? Like about the invasion that I might have missed out or anything? Oh, shit. Okay, uh, we, we should probably update you on I mean, that. you were there for the whole invasion point because you had to go, you were in the bathhouse. I, I, I wasn't there for the, uh, the elder brain has gone into the dragon. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, well, we'll, yeah, we'll say for the sake of brevity that they yeah, tell okay. you all about that shit. Yeah. Like, Castellatru's fallen, a brain has taken dark water, and it's with every breath spewing out every innumerable amounts. <laughs> Gross. Exactly. It, it's spewing out tadpoles. I saw my patron again. Every brain you made. You what? <laughs> I, uh, I saw my patron again. I got a hint on the, on the, uh, on the, the lamp. <laughs> What do you, any, any of you know where a city, uh, at least the color of brass, next to a magma field with like steam and uh, fire fissures might be? I'll describe uh, it better than that. Sure. <laughs> Is that the elemental plane of Texas? <laughs> God. I just came from there. Coincidentally. Did you say con- I was gonna coincidentally? Say Arizona. <laughs> incidentally. Yeah, Arizona was my first thought, but that doesn't tie nicely with the uh, Yeah. Yeah. Uh can I roll like history or sure. thing? Yeah. Okay. Roll a history check. Straight intelligence. I don't want you to figure this out. <laughs> yeah, you know, you know where it is. Uh, City of Brass. Uh, 
Okay, this would be the the character knowing more than the player at this point. <laughs> the actual uh, the the place is called the City of Brass and the elemental fl- the, elemental plane of fire. The plane. Uh, the, you see, I, I had that in my mind, but I wanted to be sure. Um, nope, you're good. Okay. From your description, I thought it might have been one of those conjoining planes where like fire and water oh, come together. So plane of conflagration or whatever the fuck yeah, it's whatever. <laughs> I initially thought the plane great. of fire um, but then with the steam you know yeah. well with fire comes steam okay so that's another option it's uh, Rhett you were saying oh no I was just making a terrible joke yeah. it was it was a James Taylor joke it's really important well, retcon that you didn't. But thank you. <laughs> oh no, no, no! And well, it's worth every. It's it's worth an audience member groan, but it's not worth revisiting. <laughs> Elric would know that the city of Brass is literally setting on on the border of the Sea of Fire, so close to. And then later, you can you can find gotcha. this video in a constant loop for those naturally only fans, natural only fans. Yeah, see, I was thinking it was, like, on the other side of the lake where the other plane touches. Yeah, there. the plane of conflagulation. I can never say that word right. <laughs> is it, is it of conflagration? Yeah, conflagration is the actual word, but I can never say it right. That's, like, uh, continuity. That was you. Sure that was somebody a, checking continuity. That, that, that was a you thing. Yeah, that was me. <laughs> Yeah. Anyway, the back on track. Plane of, yeah, the elemental plane of fire. That's that's where the city of brass lies. Well, I'm a little bit over right now. <laughs> I'm sure Orpheus is way over hot right now. And it burns, burns, burns. I'm just very concerned about this dragon being able to produce more mind flares. I mean, they could just march across the countryside, creating an army of millions, well, hundreds of thousands, well, tens of thousands. Here's the thing. We can't really stop that. That's why I think we need to seek allies. I mean, like uh, right now, they'd probably be expecting uh, us to come in for the assassination. So maybe we focus on one of the other lieutenants because my, yeah. my patron did tell me that we would make allies on our path as long as we uh, stay open to them like keep aware Well, as you guys continue this conversation, we are going to go ahead and take our break real quick. Um, Give us a little bit of time. Uh, I got to get my kid settled for sleep because my wife's out of town. So single dad for a couple more days. Um, Give us like 10, maybe 15 minutes, and we will be right back to continue this conversation and continue what's going on here. So stick with us. We'll be right back. And we are back. Got everything taken care of a little quicker. Not quite 15 minutes, regular 10 minutes. Anyway, so let's 
dive right back into this conversation you were having. Which... <coughs> Sorry, I inhaled water right before we came back. <coughs> so, as you are all still... Have you guys even entered the keep yet, or are you all still standing in the courtyard? I think we're still in the courtyard. Yeah, I think we're still talking outside. All right. So all of you are talking, having these conversations outside, um, going through the possible uh, interpretations of Butch's vision. Did you come up with a consensus? On? On the vision or anything? Or were you still just discussing? I thought we kind of decided we are going to Shadowfell. Is that where we landed? No. I, no. I, I didn't. We have not that. come to a decision. I know that no, you were talking Feywild, and then somebody mentioned it might be Shadowfell afterwards, and then started yeah. going down the Shadowfell well, realms, or the Shadowfell pipeline. So. Feywild, we've talked about Point of Fire is a place to go. We've talked about Shadowfell. Oh, that's right. Fell into the burning yeah. plane of fire. Yep. And Arnon's... The astral plane a little bit. Yep, we talked <laughs> about right. journeying towards to find uh, entrance to the astral plane, maybe. And Arnon's patron has indicated... You said, like, the heavens, not the astral plane. Wouldn't that be the Elysium? If we're going for celestial, there's quite a few. I don't know. I rolled a ten on my uh, religion oh. roll, so I don't well, even know what the planes are. <laughs> now you're just talking gibberish, there, Butch. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, just, just, just no, gibberish. You you know what the planes are? It's uh, okay. You, all right. You just got books on them. You just yeah. didn't know what the riddle meant. That's all that meant. That's all the r- okay. roll was. All right. All right. All right. Anyway. That was your role for today. You're just uh, you're just stupid today. <laughs> just stupid today. Oh my god! So, <laughs> but Butch is always stupid. <laughs> there's multiple no, 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 multiple planes that the different oh, yeah. different celestials inhabit, depending on which celestial. And it becomes like the heaven for that celestial's followings, followers, not followings. Yeah, which heaven is Sunny Mumbo? Um, I'll tell you in a second. Keep talking. I'll tell you in a second. Mm-hmm. Knowledge on that, I would think, would be your domain. No, no, no. Perry, Perry doesn't remember. Butch knows. Yeah, oh, it's yeah, not. Yeah. <laughs> it's not in this book. I'll have to look it up. Because you've got like the pre-sundering, the post-sundering, home, home plane of Arborea. There you go. Where is she now? We're, we're going to say Arborea. All right, done. Arvindor. So the, what are considered the, um, good aligned outer planes would be. Arcabia, Mount Celestia, Bitopia, Elysium, sure. the Beastlands, Arborea, and Isgard. Well, Nick, I didn't feel I was rolling to solve the riddle. I was rolling for more information about the riddle. 
I was rolling for clues. I wasn't rolling to solve it. Gotcha. Arborea. That's about as good a lead as any. Any ideas how we get there, or are we trying amulet? Oh God. Um, what's the best possible help I would be able to give you? <laughs> Bardic inspiration. That 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 I mean, would help. I'm just wondering if I like maybe added something recently. I just I'm just triple checking. <laughs> so Arborea is considered so a celestial no failing. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> Arborea is considered a celestial plane. Yes. The Olympian Glades of Arborea. Otherwise simplified to just Olympus or Arborea. I will tell you, above game, due to the nature of the heavens, traveling to them without a specific type of conduit will be extremely difficult. I believe it. What is it? It's a, it's a narrow path to heaven and it's an easy road to hell. Exactly. <laughs> I have all the confidence in the world in Emery and his previous examples of using the amulet to get us to this higher plane. So I've, whether I've only improved. So whether or not road that uh, you can end up there by accident. So whether or not you would like to attempt to go directly there or potentially find allies along the road while continuing the trek to other places is up to you. Hmm. I would imagine that a path to Arborea would be laid out starting in the location that was described to me. I'm thinking now maybe this location is on the material plane, if it's a starting place. Maybe on the other continent that's on this plane? Arnon, weren't there shapeshifters over there? Uh, in that cold place? Yeah. Um, there were a couple lycanthropes in, in the land there. Because lycanthropes and shapeshifters fall under, and from what I remember when I did book learning, uh, Sunin Mumbo has some dominion over shapeshifting because of her ties to the moon. I, I don't know, maybe, maybe that's, she's describing a place that's over there. Maybe just 
about traveling to other planes of existence regarding this vision is a folly. We've got some certain planes of existence to go to. Um, I would say we should stick with those until we get a little bit clearer notice, because that riddle could easily be Shadowfell or the Feywild, not necessarily Arboreum or whatever, whatever you said. Yeah, yeah. I think maybe uh, my vote would be to just stick with the Feywild as the next step like we were going to. That's just my vote. Honestly, I think I'd rather travel to that hot place. The plane of fire? I mean, I've already lost my mind once. But maybe if I just keep my mouth shut, I'll be okay. You didn't do too good in the heat, either. I didn't slow down. That was nice. There's going to be a level of danger no matter which way we go. I'm just saying, me, Orpheus, at least, are sick of the heat. Gwen doesn't want to have anything to do with brains. Um, it's a comment on mind flares, not nothing else. Um, and uh, <laughs> thanks for clarifying, Arrow. <laughs> like, Thank God. I don't know that we want to go like wandering through the abyss right now. Go a wandering. So that's why I'm like, you know, Feywild. But yeah. All right. Just like, uh, don't answer questions. Let, uh, okay. let, uh, let Elric over here, me, answer questions. <laughs> At this point, you see Gwen walking up from the outside. Like, um, what are we discussing here, guys? Where to go next? It seems we might be leaning towards the Feywild. Well, I'll, I'll tell her my patron stuff, and yeah, this Butch tell her the what he heard. So, um, sure, I will tell her the the, the vision riddle. And after listening to that, uh, she responds back to you. And says, "My, if if I were to okay, so if I were to rank my." Uh, top three places that I would like to go that I think we should, the group should go. Um, number one would be the Feywild. Um, number two would probably be the that fire place you were talking about. And number three would be literally anywhere but the Underdark. Are you feeling okay? Well, what about where the Underdark came up? Um, mm. No. Okay. No, no. <laughs> That's what I figured. I'm slowly waiting for Sam to respond to my message before I could. I don't think there's anything really left for us in the Underdark right now. It sounds like the brain came up here and the dragon. Yeah. And um, one little bundle. Which we're eventually going to have to deal with. I don't know. Maybe Elric wants to visit some family or something. I'd rather not. 
Morpheus, didn't you have and stuff to do in Rockreal before we got drug here? It's and, not important. Uh, uh, Rhett, you, know, you still... There's should dragons and monsters conquering Rhett. cities. We should probably address that. Yeah, and, and Rhett, you should probably at least check in with your with your dad. Um, if we... Yeah. If we stay here for a couple more days to kind of recoup, um, I have this, this awesome new uh, trick that I just learned. Um, the, the same trick that Hymir's used quite a few times. Uh, Rhett, I can take you back to Rockrealt so you can check in on your dad and maybe spend and then uh, if you're okay with spending the night at your house then we can come back in the morning ask your mom how she's doing I'll kill you dad just say like <laughs> I will like kill that. you dad and you won't even see it coming how you doing I'll make it look like an accident <laughs> hey mom Arnon says how you doing <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, Gwen, I think I think we should go sooner rather than later. Let's uh And then you can just animal shape into whatever animal you'd like to sit upon my shoulder. Typically a spider. Awesome. That sounds that sounds great. Um there's a tree right over here. Um The rest of you can come if you want, but if you Hey Red, should I come? I, you know what? I think it would be great if you just stuck around here. I think that's that's the best thing for every, you know what? Not enough rooms at the homestead right now. What Not about, enough rooms. Would your mom like it if I came? Um, <laughs> they, they, we can always Gross. bunk together, you know. That's crazy. Arnon, Arnon with your mom. Not enough rooms. So. Like it makes sense table. to put people Arnett in the same bed. Really cool. No interest really whatsoever hang out with you guys in more. any relationship <laughs> at all. He's yeah. just messing yeah. with Rhett. Right. Yeah, yeah. Huh. Yeah. Like, like, and deep in my heart, like, I know that them, like, messing with me about this is actually, like, them being like, hey, good luck. You know, hope your dad's all right. Like, I'm, I, I'm interpreting the the giving of shit as all right <laughs> these guys are all right I'll, I'll come back all right all right cool all right um so you want to but then but but outwardly i'm like fuck you guys but like really it's like oh fuck you you guys so <laughs> so so you want to you want to head over uh orpheus if you wanted to take care of that business uh as well you could come with us with to check on her dad and then you can go off and do your thing <coughs> well I suppose it's as good a time as any alright um, the rest of you cool with staying here or are you gonna hitch a ride back as well I'll stay here butch butch buddy uh, I will follow Gwen alright alright um she starts walking over to this large tree in the corner of the courtyard. It's like, all right, so Best this tree in the corner. This is the first time I've done this, so uh, I'm just gonna recommend just running through as quickly as possible because I don't know how long I can hold this open. All right, three. Is it? Oh my god! Am I going through a Doctor Strange loop? Oh boy. All right, so the tree splits open, and you see um, 
on the other side of the tree, you see your childhood home, the estate, um, sitting there on the other side. As you all walk through, you find yourself on that pea gravel path heading up to the front door of the estate. And then I'm embarrassed that they haven't spelled it over yet. <clears throat> Alright, so I'm sorry, say that again <clears throat> What'd you say? What? What'd you say? I, I, nothing, it was, it was a joke about oh. How my parents are very rich And shouldn't have a pea gravel driveway <laughs> Gotcha <laughs> I, I'm super glad that that was my contribution to your family's uh, <laughs> I just imagine it as one of those Like Tuscan winery with the the long pea gravel oh, and the, that's very pleasant and the the that's, the that's much more pleasant than how I was describing. no no it's like the yeah the large Tuscan winery and the uh, pea gravel driveway with the the skinny pine trees that uh, that uh, I love that like your your <laughs> description of this is so much more like ro- romantic and beautiful and I'm just like oh my parents big stupid castle I mean it that seems a <laughs> Correct though, doesn't it? <laughs> yeah. I was gonna say that's a character. Yeah, it's like beauty. She's like capitalist hell. Yeah. <laughs> so as uh, Gwen sees the means of production, there, Rhett. Exactly. <laughs> as Gwen, Butch, and Rhett head into the uh, into the villa, are you headed towards the town, Orpheus? I'm going to travel with them just to see what the end result is with their parents. Okay. So you walk and, up. Uh, I'll head, in, head into town after. Fantastic. <laughs> so you walk up and uh, standing at the front door again are the twins, Chauncey and Jarvis, standing there. As the door opens, they greet you. Master Rhett, you have returned. Sure have, and I just like fist bump them, but like yeah. forcibly. They're just like standing there, very nice and like proper, yeah. and I'm like, yes. It's like fist bump them right on their fists on their chests. I hope uh, I see only a few of you have returned. I hope that is not a poor outlook as to your no. quick departure. Some were um, asked to stay behind, um, so here we are. Indeed. <laughs> Get that look off your face. <laughs> I can see it in my mind of minds. So, um, I'm sure your mother will be very glad that you returned. Yeah, where is she? Same place she usually is, in her study. As you head up towards the study and everything. You see, you know, the large double doors to your parents' bedchamber, and then off to the left is the door to your mother's study, and she's doors open, and she's sitting behind that mahogany desk. <clears throat> oh, shit. Who was that? Somebody just subbed. I don't know who that was. I missed the thing. Whoever saw it. Was it you? All right. Sorry, I missed the notification. I heard the notification sound. I missed the thing pop up. Hey, thanks, Fredzilla. You're awesome. 
Um, Thank you. Anyway, so as you walk up to the door, you see you're sitting behind that large mahogany desk, um, writing with in stacks of papers sitting there. <laughs> she looks up and she's like, Harriet, you made it. Did you find your friend? Yes. yes. Were you yes, successful ma'am. saving your friend? Yeah, it was, it was great. That's it was fantastic. Good. I'm glad to it hear it. It is fantastic. Were you he, able to? He sent, he sent you a message. He, he, he wanted uh, no, you to know. No, uh, he didn't. That's uh, weird that you think, think that that said, happened. That's really uh, weird. He that's said, uh, "Hey, that's weird. Hey, you're saying how a lot you of doing? things. That, are you feeling okay? That's weird, huh?" This huh. Uh, with I, that, Orpheus I, just walks out the room and leaves. <laughs> but I can like see his shoulders slightly shaking because he's so amused with himself <laughs> that he just can't keep his his laughter. May be silent, but I can see it. <laughs> Well, I am glad you were able to find your friend and, and to rescue your friend. Now, were you able to do anything about the other situation that we discussed? The situation yeah, with... YouTube keeps blocking my chat. The situation with your father? Yeah, yep, yep. What, can, yep can, all, all good. What do you mean, all good? I mean, your father is still... What? I'm gonna send you something because <laughs> this. Sorry. Your father still. No, please keep. Please keep. <laughs> Your father still hasn't woken up. He's still in the other room, still sleeping. He's still sleeping, but is there? Can he speak when he's not sleeping? He hasn't woken up yet, so I cannot answer that question. Okay. He seems to have. Uh, the fever seems to have broken. But other than that, I'm not sure yet. We haven't heard, we haven't seen any signs of improvement yet. Okay. So not there's not a single not not any type of improvement. Nothing's changed. He's been in bed this entire time. Nothing yet. He's still sleeping. If you would like to go see him, you can. Okay. I would love that. So you walk in the the room and you see your father still laying there in the bed. Deep, slow breaths. Seems like the, uh, his face isn't as wet as it was before. The sweat seems to have dried. The fever seems to have broken. But you do see, you do notice the more aged human face, the wrinkles more prevalent. But does he, like, does he look healthier? Even like, like, clearly I know that he had a fever the last time, but does he look like he's not as... He looks healthy. distressed. You know what I mean? Like, like, cause, he, cause that was the thing before it was just warning yeah. and like, you he, know, so like, he doesn't look like he's in pain currently. Does he look like there's like, there's distress though? You know what I mean? Like, cause even when someone's distressed and sleeping and kind of like, there, there's no indication of any, 
any kind of distress or any kind of pain or, or anything to him. Go ahead and make me a... Well, make me a medicine check. Sorry. Oof, that's not going to be good. Oh my god. Okay. Uh, it wasn't going to be good, but that's that's nice. So you notice uh, a little bit of shallower breathing. His breathing, well, seems to be more deep, more calmed. Um, than it was before, more relaxed. You notice that you put your hand on his face and on his cheek, and his skin feels normal, normal temperature. It's not clammy. It's not burning up by any means. You kind of lean in a little bit. You notice you listen to his breathing. You hear a little bit of rasp in it, but no actual signs of distress, nothing. Now, can I put, well, I guess it doesn't, it probably wouldn't last long enough. Like, because I was thinking about perfection from good and evil on him now that he's like healthy, but that wouldn't really, if I'm going to be gone, gone for a long time again, I don't think that makes sense. And that's a con- that is a concentration spell, so you would have to keep concentration on it. Mm-hmm. And I don't know how long that lasts. Now, since he's in a better state, can I cast something to like help heal him or give him something that might heal? Like, like if I do any like with a tw- he doesn't have like wounds right. so i guess it doesn't really with a 25 especially with a 25 uh, medicine check you notice it's he doesn't seem to be suffering from any kind of wounds or anything that you could particularly heal he just looks and in this instance he looks like a very old very tired man who has just been through a very traumatizing ordeal, both probably mentally and physically to his body. Now, I'm sorry, I hope this is a dumb question, but like, what if there's even something like if I just whispered to him and like, would healing word do anything to help I mean, before you I go? Can certainly try. Damn it. Okay. Um,. I mean, like, why not? Why not? We certainly try. Sure. You know? You only live sort of once in D&D. <laughs> <laughs> Believe it or not, I'm effing your mom. Oh, God damn it. What the? <laughs> what just? Nice. <laughs> nice. That was, that, that was meta. How? What? <laughs> I think the muses are around. I hear them in the distance. It's not letting me do it. Oh, 
songs of passion beating. Usually it lets me just click on it and do it. Um, um, but now it's asking me what I want to do with my previous role, so I guess I'm just going to huh? try to do it again. It's weird. That's odd. <coughs> and I rolled it, and it hasn't done anything. But, I mean, it was a... It was a, you can certainly That's try fine. roll, so I'm sure it wasn't going to really so do anything anyway. What what exactly are you, so what are you whispering to your father while you are casting this spell? Are there any heartfelt messages you're trying to convey to him? I think that I would just sing like part of the song to him that he wrote that made him famous which what he wrote for me i think that i would just kind of like quietly sing that to him and just hold his hand um and then i'd walk out of the room and i'd be i knowing that i would be coming back to resolve this just Bef knowing that he's safe for now before you walk out of the room, I would like you to roll me a d100. Oh, God. Okay. I'm, I'm afraid. So... I know I'm going to do it wrong. Is it Reddit? Or is it not? Do you know? It's not even letting me send it. Come on, boundary. You might have to refresh. This is like the worst. This is this oh, is awful. Absolute like, worst. Being nervous timing. about a D one hundred, and then I'm like, it's like refresh. It's like, but are you going to refresh though? Like, are you? <laughs> Come on, man. It is a blank screen. Come on, Boundary. You can do it. You have to believe. It's going to happen. I have really good internet. Come on. What the deuce? What Come the on. deuce, Foundry? We love you. We're just building tension. That's all we're doing. It's just building tension. Just, it's, it, it's so just, tense right now. Ah, no! You, you want to? Like, it, it came up, and I had just clicked refresh. That's what happened to Scott earlier. I was so. I was like, no. It just needs one more time. Yep. And it was like, haha, You're dumb. That's Let what happened go. to Scotty earlier. Yep. Well, anyway, uh, huh. well, that's happening. I think Butch is still communing with his God. <laughs> no He's worries. All blurry. No worries, Lindsay. Okay. Oh, okay. 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 All right. Oh. Oh. Oh God. Okay. Oh, that's better. Shut up, notifications. What? That didn't even roll the right thing. Yeah, it did. 
Did it? Yeah. You rolled a 23 on a, your D100 roll. Those dice just look good. Yeah, because okay. it's 2d10. It's the d10 and the percentile dice. Oh. That's why. See, like, because I'm such a noob player, I really, like, like I'm just like, where's that giant circle? Because it's... <laughs> there's, the, there's the percentile there's the dice. Giant sphere. Which is like the, okay. shows the 10 Yeah, spot. I didn't know. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. You, you've never had to use those before. Right. And then when I've seen it used, I see, like, Scott's cool, like, spherical die you know uh, you mean the golf ball yeah it's awesome so anyway tell me the bad news i think that'd be great just so, let's just let's just get out of the way so as you rip the band-aid off i don't know what that sound was but apparently it's a fantasy band-aid they make those sounds that's that's what the fantasy band-aids make so, well known. surprised you didn't know that. As you finish singing into your father's ear, holding his hand, casting your uh, healing word or whatever, or whatever. I okay, can't. I, no, it was well. it was healing word, right? It wasn't cure wounds. It was oh, healing. Oh yeah, word. no, I just no, that's you're no. Like, that, I meant uh, whatever. You did that's not going to help. No, whichever spell it was. I couldn't remember if it was Cure Wounds or Healing Word. So, as you uh, finish, you sit there holding your father's hand and take a minute to listen with your eyes closed, listening to his breathing. And after a minute you notice the breathing starts slow and then stop As you sit there for a minute, you think to yourself, and you, with a still going off of the 25 natural 20 medicine check, you were successful in saving your father from being a conduit of possession and then potentially ripped apart to bring this devil into the material plane. And in doing so, successful in potentially saving your father's soul. However, nothing changes the fact that your father was a human who had lived well past the normal age of humans and whose body and mind and soul were just put through a traumatic event that people, young people, barely survive. 
sometimes. I mean, I'm going to walk past everybody and go to the study where my mother is and close the door behind me. And I'm just going to look at her and tell her that he's gone. And then I'm going to walk back out of the room and have a few moments to myself. Are you going to let her respond or are you walking out before she has a no. chance? Okay. I'm walking out before she has a chance. That's fair. So as you walk out and greet Gwen and Butch, are you walking past them to a secluded area or? Yeah. Okay. That's fair. While you take time for yourself, Orpheus, we'll switch over to you. Scott, we're getting some static coming through from your microphone for some reason. Weird. Um, Orpheus, as you leave the house, what are you doing? Uh, our previous visit, I'd asked for directions to that uh, memorial. Right. for my unit right yes you did so i'm going to head in the general direction okay as if i'm trying to remember the uh time of everything i believe it was about an hour to walk to rhett's family estate um from the outskirts of or from the border of the town so it would take you about an hour to get back into town and then um, the memorial itself would probably be another 15-20 minute walk from there alright I'm heading that way assuming there's nothing to check or anything sure now it's I mean you're deep within your safe territory so you don't have to worry about anything like that as you walk up you walk through the city streets and you find you're walking towards the main, like, citadel, the main castle. Um, the capital of Castellatri. Probably a good half mile in front, you come across a few different memorials set up to different lost soldiers, uh, a few victory memorials put up. Uh, you walk through this almost garden, statuary garden of different memorials of all different sizes, shapes, makes, depicting some depicting uh, images of the people, some other more uh, Interpretive, I guess, would be the best term for it. 
You walk through looking at a few plaques and you walk up before you find a memorial carved out of some sort of white stone, not quite marble, possibly just like a limestone or something like that. You see the depiction of a rift, a gate almost, between two worlds, and you see a clawed hand emerging as a few soldiers are pushing back in. The statue probably stands seven feet tall. You see in that riff, you see the clawed hand emerging from one side. You see a booted foot below it, almost to depict a soldier running in towards into the riff. You see two other soldiers behind, shields and swords raised in full sprint position, arched down, following that booted foot into the portal. Morpheus kind of gazes at it, considers it. Well, not quite how it looked. But I appreciate the sentiment, I guess. Orpheus moves closer to it to see if there's any names or any inscription, anything like that. You look down and there's a plaque made out of bronze nailed to the bottom. It says, In memory of our fallen soldiers, who sacrificed themselves in defense of our plane. How many members were in your unit? 30. 30? Okay. I'm not coming up with 30 names. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> but I imagine it's you know, a small regiment. Yeah. So you look through this and you see a few names stick out. First and foremost, you see your name on this plaque. So either nobody got the uh, notes or nobody cared enough or they just didn't update the plaque. You see your name listed near the top. You see... God damn it. A few other names here. Why? These are not what I asked for. Give me two seconds here. Is my mic done doing that stuff? I haven't heard it in a minute. You see names that you've, you're familiar with. You see this 
one dwarf named Thorn Ironheart. You see the female elf soldier, Selina Nightshade. See the name of uh, one of the few, probably prior to meeting Rain, the only water genasi you'd ever seen, named Freya Frostbane. You see. The name that I sent you that I can't find now. Selenar Grund. Yes, thank you. No relation. And you see the one, one of the few mages, one of the few sorcerers that was with you. A wood elf named Lyra Stormcaller. Around what time is it at this point? Mm. This point you're close, you're probably early afternoon, probably like one, two o'clock. Or if he's kind of kneels down next to where the marker is, kind of runs his hands over each name. Jesus Christ, the name was literally on the page I was looking at. Well, that's what happened last time, right? Yeah. So, like the first page on your notebook. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, Orpheus sits there, kind of touches the plaque, tries to remember everybody's faces you know at this point it's been over a decade since you've seen every person in this unit remembered their voices thought about their quirks uh, the ways he had to work around their personalities to lead them with uh, such a diverse cast of characters in the Kantakaria army you obviously have to be strategic and tactful about you, how you interact and how you keep your unit together. He just thinks back of all the fond memories <coughs> of the little squabbles the regiment would have, the things they would do for morale in the field. And then he becomes overwhelmed with a feeling he had numbed himself to for a long time a feeling of guilt self-loathing something that he had been distracted from since he had joined this party and without any kind of you know visible reaction in his face or in his 
his emotions. Tears just start flooding out of his eyes. He just, he can't stop it. He just says, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I led you to oblivion. I didn't know what would happen. Of course, I got headstrong, wanted to prove myself yet again. Thought we could conquer anything. I led you to your deaths. There's nothing I can do about it now. Spent ten years in hell remembering that day. It still didn't feel like punishment enough. I wish I could go back and change it. But I can't. And with that, just kind of puts down his weapons, you know, takes off, you know, the heavy armor, sets it down next to him, just leans up against the the memorial, just closes his eyes, and just stays there. Seems like hours passed as you're laying in the middle of this busy area. Eyes closed, the sense of footsteps, murmur of talking. Almost bring a melodic, meditative state. Almost the epitome of the trope in movies where everything's in fast motion around you, but the main character doesn't move. Morpheus, after several hours, feeling that it's starting to get dark, he opens his eyes, has one last moment, thinking about each individual, again trying to capture their face in his memory, trying to remember their personalities, what they loved, what they hated their voice and he turns back to that plaque one more time stares at touches the plaque says I've never been one for the gods or for any religion But on this day, I pray you all find rest. And I hope that you can all forgive me. I'm sorry I waited so long to visit you. But I was scared, angry, resentful, 
at myself. And I hope you can forgive my silly humanity that prevents me from doing the right thing. I'm trying to make up for it. I've joined a party, going around trying to save the world. Every adventure seems like a death wish. And in some ways, maybe it is. After all, I'm just living on borrowed time at this point. But thank you for everything. With that, he puts on his armor, puts on his weapons, cheese the swords, and heads back to the manor. Orpheus is gone for hours from the rest of you. Is there anything specific, Butch or Rhett, that you were doing in those hours that he's gone? No. Nope, just, uh, just pondering, racking his brain, trying to do his God's wishes. <laughs> While this is going on, um, Arnon and Elric, what are you doing back in Torchev? Um, I would like to go to a bookstore and look for more books on the planes, specifically the fire plane, Feywild, and the Abyss. Roll me an investigation check. Alrighty then. Uh, 30. Uh, 30. Holy shit. (laughs) So you find two books specifically. One that is called Fires of the Elemental Chaos, A Guide to the Inner Planes and one that is called Feywild Fantasia, Wonders of the Feywild Revealed. Fantasia. Nice. Is that public domain yet, or...? (laughs) (laughs) I will spend my time reading them while people are away. So if you spend the entire night, because it's going to take, you know, Gwen said it's going to at least take until the morning before uh, she can transport everyone back. So you get through, you kind of skim through the two books. Um, The Interplanes book has chapters on each of the four elemental planes, as well as the border areas between them that's where the planes uh, kind of intermingle the confligiation with consigliere plane the consigliere <laughs> plane <laughs> um, so you they have the best advice there yeah exactly 
um, the chapter on the fire plane. You read. It's not super helpful, but it, it tells you how the majority of the fire plane is almost a barren wasteland uh, filled with cracked earth and extreme temperatures. Uh, there is a section of it that speaks of the city of brass and the different denizens of the city of brass specifically you know fire methods flying through the air gin fire giants all the all the typical things you would think about finding in the city of brass talk about any specific beings like leaders or anything like that or just like general race no, species general, type thing? It's more of a tour guide. No. <laughs> general race species uh, information, it's stuff like that. Book. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm efforts. I have those. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, you find it just talks about all of those different creatures. Talks about a um, creature who you've never heard of before called an Azur, which is basically a almost like you look, it's got a picture and it almost looks like a dwarf with a flaming head. With, and it had like almost brass colored skin. There's not a lot of, at least from this pass through, there's nothing too relative to what you're searching for, so much as just information on the plane itself. The other book about the Feywild. You look through, kind of scroll through it a little bit, and it talks mostly about the little fantasies and fairy tales. Um, Roll me a history check real quick. Um, Is it about fae? Yes, so you can do it at advantage. Dirty 20. So this book is pretty much all bullshit. There's a bunch of stuff in here that is stories you've heard, but nothing in your teaching, or most of the stuff in your teaching has debunked the things that are written in this book. My notes say, Fay book, garbage. Yes. (laughs) This, This book is filled with like, the the fairy tales that uh, people tell their kids to keep them behaving so they don't r- run off into the forest at night. So is it written by Hans and Muslim Sanderson? <laughs> so as you are doing that, Elric, is there anything you are trying to do? Um. <clears throat> Check on my people. Check on your people. So through, throughout the day, you go down and you check 
every once in a while. They're taken care of. They're brought food, brought water, you know. You, throughout the day, they're checked on by different guards and everything, asked if they need anything. If you continue there throughout the day, at one point, you see, closer to evening time, you see uh, the... Drelu come down with Amisra and the general. They all come down and they're like, they open the door, walk through, and you hear Drelu speak, and he's like, I, I believe I have a solution to our problem. The general, Calliope, walks forward and is like, thank you all for being patient with us. This is not an ideal situation, but the security of the city and Potentially the entire country is at risk, so I, I hope you understand. Most of them are sitting there just kind of looking at them intently. You see your cousin kind of like scoff and like turn his back towards them and like kind of post up against a stack of boxes in the back. Drelu continues, he's like, I have studied this incantation, and I believe it will let me know if there are any uh, uninvited guests living inside of your, your heads. And as long as uh, you all are clear, you will be free to leave without any issue. Better check that kid twice. <laughs> Fuck he them kids. Oh my god. <laughs> he walks over. He pulls out a few objects from his pack. One of which is a large ruby. He holds it aloft. He uh he holds it aloft. He mutters mutters an incantation. The ruby raises from his hand and starts spinning. Lights. He holds up another hand. This one with a orb very similar to your crystal orb. As he mutters another incantation, it starts glowing and you see a beam of light directly into the ruby itself as the ruby is spinning particle effects looks like a hell disco in there with the red lights everywhere um, as these the lights hottest disco. the hottest disco it's disco inferno possibly as, oh no. as the lights as the ruby turns and the lights circle throughout he asks he's like no each individual please one by one come stand underneath this ruby you see the older of the men the one that was kind of uh, cantankerous for lack of better word right this moment he's like alright let's get this over with and he kind of walks up stands underneath the ruby as it spins and you see the lights kind of shower and dance over him 
You see Drelu close his eyes for a second and open them, and his eyes have now matched that same red intensity as the ruby. I don't sense anything from this individual. You you hear Calliope, you are free to go. Thank you for being patient. And steps aside as the guy walks up and you can hear him mumbling some things under his breath like it's about fucking time. The next one who walks up is the slightly younger gentleman. Same situation happens. You're free to go. He walks out. They kind of look over at um, your cousin, Valindra. And he just kind of scoffs and he's like, let them go first. Might as well. The mother looks down to her daughter and is like, okay, it's all right. Just, just go stand under the light. It'll be fine. She kind of walks forward. The light turns. You're free to go. You can, you can wait for your mother. I'm at the bottom of the stairs. This little girl walks over. Mother walks over as well. Same situation. Free to go. The only one left is Valindra. I was like, well, I guess might as well get this over with. Big sigh, walks forward, stands under the ruby. Drelu closes his eyes, opens them back again with the red lights glowing in his eyes. The ruby spins above him. So a minute passes, and then... All right, you're free, to, you're free to go as well. All of them checked out. He waves his hand. The ruby falls into his hand, places it back in his pouch. The general's like, well, that's a relief. So, hopefully we can put this whole mess behind us now. Um, I go over to Drelu. It's like... Are you sure it worked? Like, if the incantation was correct, I followed the steps specifically. I used the required materials. As far as I am aware, it worked, and I did not get any additional beings, any essence of additional beings in any of these people. Good. <clears throat> Let's indeed put this behind us. To the witch, the gen. Uh, were you going to say something? I'm then going to uh, follow. Uh, actually, no, I'm going. Uh, go over to the general. Mm-hmm. General. Elric. That ritual was good for those who are 
sitting and waiting that procedure to happen. Correct. I told Drelu this earlier, but we need something field capable. I mean, yes, that would be ideal, correct. Do we know of any other wizards allied with us that we could send for, communicate with? Let me uh, reach out to my contacts and reach out to the Emperor in Rakryalt and see what we can figure out. I agree with you, this should be a top priority. Any kind of first alert style system like this would be invaluable to us. Right. I want to apologize. When I saw my people being detained, I was assuming the worst. It's completely understandable. There's no reason to apologize. You are taking the safety and you are taking the safety of your people into consideration with your actions. And it's not like you broke any orders. You are allowed to address your concerns with me. As long as it doesn't become insubordinate. Right. You haven't led us astray. I will continue to trust you as you've trusted me. She just nods in your direction. No one. I nod back and I say, I'll take my leave. Before you go, Elric, I noticed from the windows uh, half of your team leaving through a tree earlier. Um, when will you expect them? When are you expecting them to return? Uh, given the nature of the magic that was used for them to transport that, I'm assuming they'll be back tomorrow. Fantastic. When, uh, when they return, please have your whole party come see me so we can finalize your next assignment. Figure out what the fuck are we going to do next. We've been mulling that over all day. <laughs> Hope whichever direction we go in, to let you know, it seems to be leaning Feywild. That is an interesting choice, and I understand the decision behind it, but as you are well aware, Feywild is a very dangerous place, but I am sure most of the places you're planning on going are probably equally as dangerous as well, so... My biggest concern is the effect that that plane can have on time. That is a valid concern. Hmm. 
Let's hope that should we go to the Feywild, we're back in a reason. I hope years so. apart. I hope so as well, for the, not only the sake of your team, but <laughs> potentially the sake of the entire country. With that said, it would behoove you to come up with a contingency just in case. Elric, there is one thing that you should know about me is I have contingencies for my contingencies. Of course. But as I'm sure you know, I make sure, and I make sure again, make sure a third time. Indeed. That is what makes you a powerful wizard, is your thoroughness. Right. Well, uh, if you'll excuse me, I need to see about a girl. Who happens to be standing on the other side of the general. <laughs> uh, right. Awkward. I try, baby. Is this when the live studio audience just start getting... Uh, <laughs> it's either that or the... Ooh. It's that one. Oh, yeah, it, it's definitely that one. Um, Amisra. Uh, Elric. Do you mind if we get a drink? I was starting to wonder if you were ever going to ask. I could use one after the past 48 hours. And I could use one after the past everything. That's fair. Let's, let's have a drink. So as you two head off to have a drink... Was there anything specific you wanted to discuss on camera, or are you good there? Ah, uh, uh, that that uh, turns into a date where, well, I'll let the audience Fan uh, use their imagination. Roll a d20. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> no, it does one of those things where, like, those 90s, like, wipes, yeah. where it's like... Yeah. You know, so, like, it's like wipes to the next scene. And that's exactly what we're going to do. So as they fade, as they fade off to the local tavern to get a drink, we will continue for the last few minutes uh, just checking in on the other team and see if there's anything, any final things that the rest of you wanted to accomplish um I would just keep looking for information fantastic um that that book of the planes with the races in it um did you say Jin or Afridi 
Um, I think I said Jen, but I meant Efreet. Efreeti. Uh, okay. I said okay. Jen. I s- oh, shit. My TV just shut off. Yeah. What the hell? No. Oh, wait. What the? What's going on? Sorry. Sorry, everybody. My TV did the thing again. Give me a second. <laughs> I'm, I'm working on it. I'm trying to fix it. Oh, it came up on the wrong screen. What the hell? Is that All the right. TV that we just got? Yeah. It's... I don't know what it's. I don't know what the hell's going on here. It's only done it twice, but it happens to be both times we've been streaming. It just like, I think it might be my HDMI cable. To be completely honest, I don't think it's the TV. I think it's the HDMI cable. Um, there might be a setting where it goes to sleep after streaming. No, because it doesn't go to sleep. It just it okay. it like disconnects and then it reconnects. And sometimes and the last time it changed the percentage so it's almost like the connection is getting lost and then coming back so i think it's the i think gotcha. it's the hdmi t- cable anyway gotcha yeah um, it but- was supposed to be a freebie i apologize okay um i'd look for more specific information on the races that the book mentioned and like specific knowledge about more specific entities in the city of brass like rulers leaders and then you know i try to find a non-bullshit book fantastic (laughs) fantastic all right and we will discuss all that off camera but sure um the other three butch is gonna give up and decide he's actually going to have to try and open up books that are too small for his massive hands and actually read something since they have books here and Arnon's doing that he'll try I mean you don't forget you went with Gwen and Rhett you are currently in Rhett's family manor however they do have I thought Arnon was okay no Arnon's had a library there okay but they do have a library allowed to go yeah, Arnon was not allowed to go. He was told specifically sure. to stay. And but uh, you do remember. So that I'm looking through the books at Rhett's family manor, looking go. for anything on holy sites and forests um, yep. that might have immortals uh, or something. Go ahead and roll me a uh, investigation check. Investigation. Nineteen on the die, so that's nineteen total. Because I have nothing in investigation. Fantastic. So you notice, looking through these books, and you're there pretty much the entire day, so you have plenty of time to look through all of this. Well, um, he would have spent half the day just getting frustrated and thinking about stuff because he's not a book person. So you look. As you are looking through, however, you do notice there is a book in uh, Mrs. Grundle Tractor's personal collection here of uh, referring to myths and legends of the Feywild. Makes sense he would open that since it looks like we're probably going there. And you 
open it up and on one of the first pages you read a sentence that basically states uh, the Feywild is a realm stuck between night and day where the sun never sets yet never rises while while uh, having a large populace the average traveler will not notice due to the I'm trying to I'm trying to be like prophetic with this but it's not working more or less it says that the the Feywild itself is trapped between night and day and while it is has a large population uh, the typical traveler traveler will not see it due to the fact that most fey will, most fey creatures will, uh, at first sight, attempt to hide from um, from unknown visitors. Uh, sure, in which is familiar. He's from yeah. a swamp. <laughs> <laughs> in an attempt, uh, and in so doing, uh, most average visitors who do remember their trip to the Feywild tend to recall it as a very quiet place. Butch is going to spend a lot of time reading this book because he feels like it's... He is at once cursing himself for not looking sooner, but he's also feeling a lot of gratitude for... He assumes his goddess guiding him. As you continue reading this book, it it uses a lot of flowery language, but you do notice that um, at one point it does describe the the state of the ever twilight sky and how when you look to the west you see the radiant colors of sunsets. Uh, however, the, if you continue looking through the Oranges and purples and reds bleed into a uh, vibrant night sky where you can see stars and constellations. And if you look closely, you can see constellations that depict the, uh, the outer planes. You see constellations in the shape of the symbols of Mount Celestia, of... Uh, Arborea of some of the other outer planes. You see the tree of Isgard depicted in the constellations. You see the uh, extending arches of the Blessed Fields of Elysium that in no way look exactly like a Wi-Fi signal. Just throwing that out there. Um... (laughs) See the mountainous peak of Arborea. How many bars? Is it a good three? Signal? Yeah, it's a f- three bars. It's decent. Yeah, it's decent. So, wow, that's a. I'm glad Bush got a nineteen. <laughs> <laughs> So as Butch continues reading this, Orpheus makes his way back 
Rhett's ponders over what happened. Arnon continues his search for knowledge and... I would uh, also, like, talk to the general and see if there's, like, like a, a palace library or something in this town. Like, something she could get me access to that... And so as uh, Arnon continues his search for knowledge and Elric continues his search for something else... Um, we're going to go ahead and call it there. This is just about 1130. So thank thank you all for sticking with us through this emotionally intense episode. Um, We will see you next week. Hopefully we will have everyone here next Tuesday at 830 Eastern time. And we'll continue the story. So join us then. And remember the live show on the 26th. Remember the live show on the 26th. And both times, join us then. The new table reveal. <laughs> oh, I'm excited. Yeah. I keep, I'm so excited. I know. I keep trying to set up Emery for his line, and you keep jumping in, Scott. <laughs> so, I'm sorry, again, join us on Tuesday... <laughs> Where hopefully we won't roll a natural one going to a place where we're going to get talked out of everything. Indeed. Thank you all so much, and we will see you in one week. Thank you.